right. Hey, you guys. Welcome back to the Lady Lorians. We are so excited to get to talk about the season finale of The Mandalorian. This was a pretty big episode and I'm sure all of us have tons of feelings to talk about this week. Let's start at the very beginning. Okay. Slave one chasing, what was that ship called? Triangle ship. The triangle ship. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The A ship. Was it called A ship? Fanboys don't come for I'd us. I'd be surprised. The Imperial ship. No, come Imperial us. cruiser? Tri- Imperial ship. No. No, Imperial. that's not what it was. They said what it was, but I and I literally just watched the episode, but I already forgot. <laughs> a ship that had the doctor in it. Mm-hmm. Doctoral yeah. ship. That looks like our dad. <laughs> that one. Yeah, the one that looks like Mr. Rexon around. Mm-hmm. I want to point out that the actor who played the guy who was trying to kill the doctor, he played, oh my God, what's his Nathaniel? He was part of Hydra in the last season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., spoiler alert, and I saw him and I was like, why does he always have to play the bad guy? Because I love him, but um, I'm going to make a point. Okay, Marvel stannies, anyways. (laughs) (laughs) Disgusting. Uh, We love Marvel on a, what day is it? on a thursday evening audio amigos dodge and izzy are currently sipping from their marble cups as we should that guy scared me (laughs) (laughs) why because he was like he was prepared to die like like risk his life for the empire yeah i see that tear i didn't understand i didn't think she did she have a tear is that new i don't remember it's always been there yeah it's always okay because when he first said that i was like i thought she was crying and then it went (laughs) to her it went to her and i was like no she's definitely not crying i don't know what she's talking about i don't think it's a tear i think it's the rebellion symbol yeah it's the rebellion symbol. that's why why did he say i see the tear because he was talking about Alderaan blowing up and she was yeah. from Alderaan. And so he yeah. was just kind of like giving her duty. Um, I think um, it's probably a thing for from people who from Alderaan who survived to get that tattooed and for it to mimic a tear. And it's like the rebellion shape to like m- mimic how the rebellion. Yeah, I think he was talking about real tears. And I think the like tattoo is something separate than that. But the fact that he killed his man just because he was like dude we could work this out bro and he's like nope and he killed him <laughs> the last guy was brutal like everything he was saying to Kara was making me so mad like I really felt for her in that moment I was just cringing so hard like anybody else <laughs> I love uh, watching uh, Din during that moment because he's just like <laughs> you didn't want to interrupt what was going on but you can tell that he was like mm let's talk about it i'm surprised he i don't know why he thought he wasn't gonna die like sir your head is wide open and like when i think about it's like why don't in like more movies and tv shows people take shots like that like if you if your fingers on the trigger and you're wide open take the shot because it's gone but okay so it wasn't like it was wide open. His head was right next to the doctor's head. You have to and be fine. He just like lost a little bit of his ear. Yeah, the ear thing. I thought that was cool that they showed that his ear got a little 
Got a little fired up. I wonder if he's like actually like a good hearted guy and just like a really like smart genius guy who got made to work for the empire. Like, I wonder if he's mm-hmm. evil himself or if he just got sucked into all of this. Like, I want to know what his, like, whole deal is. I definitely think, like, because in the first season, too, he was, like, when Din was, like, getting the child back and he was, like, I didn't kill him. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> he was, like, I kept him safe. Like, so he obviously didn't want to, like, kill the child. I think he also went to the fire and, like, worked for them because... Um, they said in this episode about how like he worked in with the clones and how the new republic wanted him and so i think he went to the empire because he knew that the new republic wanted him and wanted answers from him so he was nice though like he didn't have to tell them about the the dark troopers well the dark troopers my favorite thing that is like have you heard the the dark trooper theme it's, it's like really Star Wars EDM. It's so good. <laughs> that was some, this episode had some of the best music, Star Wars music I've heard in a long time. Like just oh, bangers. The Skrillex Star Wars collab, top tier. Thank you, Ludwig. What happened to the um, Dr. Pershing? Pershing? They probably just dropped there. him off and they're like, find your own way. <laughs> yeah, I definitely was like, I didn't even think about what happened to the doctor, where he went. I hope he didn't they die. He's irrelevant. Let him go. They probably just Let left him go. in the ship handcuffed. But when we were, oh, uh, well, I guess he could have been on like the bottom part of Boba's ship. But when Boba was driving, he wasn't in the background. No, he was in the, um, in the ship with them when they went onto the triangle ship. Onto the Star Destroyer. We're known for not having the right names for things no. on this yeah. podcast. What's the fun in saying things correctly and with the right names? No fun. There's I think no Triangle fun. Ship exactly. is a perfectly... <laughs> it's a great description. Honestly, they have the X-Wing. Triangle ship. Triangle ship. <laughs> oh, yes. The letter triangle. Okay, <laughs> but the Y-Wing looks a. nothing like a Y. Listen. No, we should talk about that. We should... call george lucas for that we have an episode just on why all the ships are named horribly okay i have a question so when they're inside when they're going over the plan um inside the ship and they're like they have the the hologram of the ship and stuff going uh on the the screen or whatever din was like i go alone so what do you guys think because when I heard that, I was like, oh my gosh, he's going to show his face to the child when he gets him by himself and then meet up. Because that's what I thought. But when how things happened, I was like, okay, so what, why did he say that? Like, what was his thing? I don't know. Really I good think question, he- Dodge. Thank you for asking that. I have no idea. I don't, <laughs> I, uh, uh, my thought was, oh no. <laughs> I was like, Lord. Because <laughs> Because he was very harsh about it. He was like, I go alone. I well, wonder I- if he has trust issues. Like, I wonder if the only person <laughs> he trusted to get to the child without, like, more conflict was himself. Well, mm. I think part of it, too, comes from, like, I think he knew that they would be coming after him because he was going after mm-hmm. the child. So he didn't want them to come with him and put them in danger. Aww. Wow. Aww, uh- and yeah, I, I think that it just was to pave the way to a really epic fight scene. Mm-hmm. That too. Well, yeah. The child, like, knows, like, Bo-Katan and, like, 
them but doesn't like know Finnick and stuff I think if too many of them went and also it's better like to spread out like they there needed to be more people to provide a distraction because there wasn't enough people for like all of them to go to get the child and he knew the child would go with him rather than four women guns blazing Mm -hmm. yeah well okay when I was watching it the whole time I was like well obviously no one just like attacks an imperial ship all the time so I was like well didn't just threaten him so if something's happening in the ship wouldn't everyone first go to the child and like steal the child or like go in that direction because they know that's where they're going to so that was a little weird for me that the whole time I was like hmm, okay they're probably setting it up so he shows his face to the child alone but then that didn't happen uh-huh. so anyways yeah, I just thought that was uh, interesting. I think the reason no. there weren't so many people on the ship is because they had the dark troopers and a lot of them. So they just yeah. deployed that. They didn't need all the troopers. And plus, yeah. this is after the Empire had fallen. So it was pretty weak. And they probably didn't have many resources to distribute. I think the reason why we see Moff Gideon with the child is because Moff Gideon knew. Like, once they landed and they were coming out and they were shooting... Like, I think right right away when he heard Bo-Katan's voice, he knew that what was happening. Like, I think Moff Gideon was waiting to see if Din was going to get past the Dark Troopers and if he did, to take Din down and kill him. Uh, so do you think he was just kind of waiting over the child like this just the whole time? Like, yeah, for like he was 45 like, minutes? Well, he was probably listening and, t- listening and he was like, oh, I can hear the ma- metal clacking. <laughs> metal yeah, clacking. I'm sure he heard Den taking down the stormtroopers and stuff out there. So, can we talk about the anxiety I got when the dark trooper was punching Den's helmet, and I was expecting just a lot yeah. of pain. <laughs> I was Literally, waiting for that glass to break. I expected another Game of Thrones moment. I'm not gonna lie. I okay. did too. Yeah. I saw this beard. I was like. <laughs> i always think about rose when there's headshots or anything because she's like ceo of concussions so like i was like rose is quaking right now i like i was like you got to be kidding me because in the finale of the first season jen's over there like dead on the floor and here is this dark trooper banging his head against the wall i'm wondering about that too like because he got so like messed up from getting shot in the head last time but then this time he got punched in the head over and over and over again by a gigantic scary robot and he took his helmet off and he was perfectly fine but my theory is is that the helmet is probably padded because if it wasn't that would just be really uncomfortable wear and like it wouldn't fit him perfectly so I think that's what helps it probably did hurt and like shake him back and forth but I don't think it was like enough for him to like he probably like has head bumps and stuff but it's like it wasn't enough like when he got shot for blood to come because like it wasn't visceral damage i just used a medical term that i don't even know what it means maybe he has some like good memory foam like inside the helmet mm. and he doesn't remember all it's all soft and like mushy it's i got fun. really scared after the flamethrower didn't work on the dark trooper that's yeah. what i was like Oh, they mean yeah. business. I was like, oh. How did he think that God. was going to work? 
Like, what sir, this is metal. This is we're gonna have to be here for a while before it melts. But it's so <laughs> it's a robot, like and the innards were exposed. So if you put fire to the wires inside, they probably yeah. I would have, you know, he in his situation. Okay, he was afraid. He was like <laughs> trying everything. <laughs> he had to try everything he had to, you know, make that happen. So and then the, the fool he used his little chirp thingies. I was like, when he pulled that out, I was like, why would you need those? Why would you on a robot use those on a human i know he wasted those Din is not smart i think we've covered this like din i don't know what's going on darren (laughs) season one messed him up man he's got brain damage when he opened like the airlock and like sucked all the um dark troopers out i was like smart guy right there i was like good job bud I not was knowing what was about to happen. <laughs> not knowing that they had freaking jetpacks in their feet. But like, I just expected space to like pull them apart or something. I don't know. But uh, also, they like got stuck out of the ship, but then they didn't come back right away. Yeah, they took a little um, detour. I think because because of the vacuum, like it pulled them out really far, and so it did take them a while. And then it probably took them a while to be like. I'm in space right now. Let me kick on the jets and then they had to fly and then find the ship, you know. There's probably they traffic. A little bit. They went and got some some Spotchka at Moss Pelga, mm-hmm. then they came yeah, back. They're like pit stop. Pit stop intermission. Traffic. Yeah, exactly. We need to go back and talk about the uh, Bo-Katan and Boba scene because that's important. <laughs> I was waiting. Oh, that scene. I was just like, the tension like yes. the aggression i was like okay girl go off i guess but i have a question because <laughs> i just realized this um she tells boba he's not a real mandalorian because his father was a found foundling and he wasn't like birthed but like din was a foundling too but he she doesn't... refers to him as a real mandalorian so like what are her standards he doesn't mean it that way she means because he's a clone oh yeah well that's really rude lady how dare you say that to boba that man is fine head to toe okay he deserves don't you dare talk to him like that so rude okay also like at this point bo katan does she know that din is a foundling she doesn't really know his background at this point i think she would probably assume that since he's a part of the death watch clan um, that he would be a foundling because probably not many people were born into the Death Watch from what I assume from yeah. not watching Clone Wars. Rose, I agree with you though. That's weird that like she would accept orphans and foundlings who weren't born as Mandalorians into Mandalorian culture, but then she rejects clones who identify that way. Like, what's up, girl? What's up? Let's talk. I don't like her. I know yeah, Kenzie let's loves talk her. About your dead sister. How about that, Bo Katan? But... <laughs> wow. Really, Rose? With really? Obi-Wan standing right there. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, everyone. Obi-Wan sorry. is right sorry. there. Sorry. Please. Um, He's looking I'd at like me. Calf <laughs> is officially in a cave. Um, <laughs> Hi, cave calf. But no, I mean, she was definitely just like very hostile, but. Um, somebody on Twitter and I were talking about this a little bit about how mm-hmm. Bo-Katan saw so many clones, you know, turn and destroy stuff and yeah, 
that's probably why like when she heard Boba's voice and she was like I've heard that before and like it just probably brought back a lot of really bad memories to that she time have to be me yeah one of my favorite moments in the whole episode was when she used her jetpack to flip over Boba oh, I was like okay go off sis because she freaking like held her ground against him yeah um I have a very important question. Yes. Where's Axe Wobes? Where is he? Is he okay? <laughs> it was so girls' night out. You it mentioned Axe Wobes in my light flickered. It was just two feet. <laughs> Someone said he was in the bathroom and when he came out, they were just gone. <laughs> but for real, I was like, um, okay. <laughs> they said they- girls only. Yeah, that's what I think what happened. They're like, he can t- he can sit this one out. That's the also the reason why I feel like grief wasn't in it either. They knew this is like I wouldn't be surprised if that was like their main reason. Well, I for don't think grief all of it. Grief would not have fit in with all of them. Like you're just like I can't, man. My body's firepower, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. boy can't keep up. No. But Axwell's like would have made sense. But I think they did want to have that like girl scene, which I we're here seen- for. Which yeah, we love, yeah. but awesome. I do want to know where Axwos is. Is he safe? Is he okay? How's he doing? He's drinking okay. water. I just called him before this episode. He said he's fine. He's has he done his- a, l- a little sad that he was left out, but you know, he mm. understands. Has he done his skincare yet? Yeah, he did. He's he's doing. He's got a face mask going on right now. He's got Gilmore oh, Girls going. He's having a nice oh. drink, you know, enjoying his life. I don't yeah, see him as a Gilmore lie. Girls kind of guy. I'm not going to lie. I, what do we see him as? Gossip Girl? Gossip Girl. Yeah, he liked that drama. He's like, I can relate so hard. Let me tell you about Mandalore. Oh my lord. <laughs> oh my lordy. Let me talk about it. Oh my god, Din was spotted on a <laughs> XOXO. You, you won't girl. guess who got the <laughs> You won't guess who got the dark saber. You won't believe it. The tea's boiling, sis. <laughs> I wonder if we're going to see axe wolves and any other series like possibly rangers of the new republic or something or i wonder if he was just like a one-time cameo because he's so cool looking you know like yeah I feel- <laughs> <laughs> i'm thinking next season we're gonna see din's kind of storyline with what's gonna happen with the dark saber and bo-katan and mandalore and maybe he'll come back in next season when they're like exploring that mandalore storyline yeah. more i really I hope we do get more mandalore like lore i saw this thing on twitter uh, i'm not going to take credit for it it is somebody else's tweet uh, the tweet said since disney owns star wars and din Djarin is now technically the ruler of mandalore does that mean that din Djarin is a disney prince yes definitely <laughs> Uh, <laughs> as CEO of controversial Disney Prince takes, I agree. I know that a lot of people are excited to see him with the dark saber and this possible idea of him being like the ruler of Mandalore. Um, however, I don't know how I feel because like Din doesn't want that. Like, yeah. no part of him was like, yeah, I want. No, he was like, I just want my green baby back. It'll so, be interesting to see what they do about that. But so we think- know how. Bo-Katan accepts the Darksaber from Sabine. From Sabine. But she won't accept it from Din Jaren. And do you think that's because the last time Bo-Katan accepted the Darksaber 
without earning it, her city got turned, Mandalore got turned to glass by the Empire. Like, she failed completely. Hmm. I think that has something to do with it. I also think because Sabine found it, that, like, it was different. Like, Din won the Darksaber. Well, won, but I have a feelings about how he won that because I feel like Moff Gideon did it on purpose. Like, oh, I feel like Moff, like, let the Darksaber fly out of his hand. Because he knew Bo wouldn't accept it from Din. Um, and that's why he did it. Because he knew that Din and Bo would have to fight. But um, yeah, I think it's different. Because I think Sabine found it. And this time around, Din won it from off. So now it's like technically like rightfully his. Whereas Sabine had just come into it. Mm-hmm. But I also think that part of it too is how she failed last time. And she feels like she has to earn it this time. Poor Din. He, he wanted his little green gremlin and instead he got a laser sword. Moff like Gideon literally like set it up so that one of Din's like newest and closest allies would have no choice but to turn against him. I'm like, that dude is just so evil. Did you guys believe Gideon? Because I did. <laughs> and I, no. I was like... I, I did. Like, I was completely guy. convinced. It was too was like, good wow. to be I was like, oh, sure, man. Like, let's, <laughs> let's, let's go take this that quickly. Uh, this is just a PSA to every character out there. Do not turn your back to the villain. That is who, why in the first place? Why do you think, you know, this person wants to kill me. You know what? Let me turn my back to them real quick. Like when Moth and Din are fighting and Din is using the spear and he's like holding it up against the dark saber and it starts like melting. I was having such bad anxiety. Same. So like, that thing's about to go bendy and like not work anymore. <laughs> but you know, like when uh, it was a really cool move, uh, maybe you caught it, maybe you didn't. Um, but when Din has a spear, he kicks it back with his heel and oh, flips around. That was I thought that gorgeous. Latif, Latif, my man coming in hot with that spear action. I was blown away. They were talking about um how um Latif and Brendan, who are the stunt devil- devils for oh, Dinjarin, they both on their Instagram stories on the day it was coming out, they were both like, yeah, we were sore from that scene because Giancarlo, he went ham on them and the freaking that's why that's why he was like yeah i broke like seven of the dark sabers in the interview because brendan wayne and latif were like that dude would not stop it was just bashing them so it's all real that's live like that's not acting that's just pain he Great. seems so fun to work with he seems like absolutely hilarious and like so nice too that also might be my perception but something tells me i'm right that man is literally like I just want to give him a hug. Let's talk about the women. To talk about the girls, let's talk about the elevator scene. Um, and specifically about Star Wars curses. They are the most cringy things. I'm going to be honest. If anyone comes up to me and they're a Star Wars nerd and they start cursing and Star Wars curses, I will walk away. They've been adding in a lot of new ones in the mail. Yeah, I noticed. I was like, but when um, Cara Dune was doing it, when her gun jams, gun jams, I was like, and she was just saying them like rapid fire. I was like, yeah, never, ever let that happen again. I was like, I was about to call up the writers of the Mandalorian and be like, what was that? They always seem so out of place. Yeah. Like the Star Wars. I agree. One of the funniest things about the Star Wars universe, cinematic universe as a whole to me, is how quickly we switch 
from English to just like bogus slang and I'm like what's going on it makes it hard to take like an emotional moment or like a moment with high tension seriously when somebody says son of a mud scuffer I'm like dank ferret like it just makes me giggle and I feel bad but like and they're so funny I know back to the woman um I was scared Finnick was gonna die I was like I I told the lady Lawrence afterwards I was like if she was gonna die I was gonna show up to John Favreau's house on Christmas day and demand he reshoot the last episode I was not gonna let my woman die like that ever since um the episode where they took the baby um and she threw her helmet and she doesn't have her helmet anymore I'm freaking like girl your head is unprotected (laughs) like ah like because I'm so stressed because I'm just always like they're gonna go for her head because she doesn't have a helmet on because all the rest of them are wearing helmets I mean Cardoon isn't but like all the Mandalorian obviously like wear helmets I'm like you should have gotten your helmet back (laughs) exactly why do you grab it lady I thought it was so cool when Kara and Finnick got like cornered by the stormtroopers like on that bridge (sighs) And then Casca and Bo-Katan came up on their jetpacks from underneath it and shot them. It was so cool. I love yeah. all the jetpack combat. Like, that stuff is awesome. <laughs> That's my favorite. I liked that bridge. Okay, that, I, was, so that cool. was so cool. How they have, like, the, it's, like, whatever, a field or whatever. Yeah. That was crazy. I thought that was so cool. And I'm so glad they used it with the dark troopers because I was like, that is cool that they have an open part of their ship just like to throw people overboard. You know, that's pretty yeah. cool. It reminded me was- of Empire when Luke finds out that Darth Vader is his father and he's like hanging off of that like ledge. Like that's the like vibe it gave me. Yeah, why don't they have guardrails? That seems very they not don't- safe. Guardrails aren't allowed in Star Wars. If you don't have the force, you just die. It's natural selection. (laughs) Everybody in Star Wars has to have incredible balance. (laughs) Apparently. Apparently. Before we talk about the elephant in the room. Yeah. Before. I just wanted I just wanna point out a parallel real fast. Yes. Um, Tell us. Din Djarin taking off his helmet to see his son one last time. (sighs) Darth Vader taking off his helmet to see his son. One last time. <laughs> Din saying, saying goodbye. Din saying goodbye to his son. Like Din's parents saying goodbye to him for the last time. Did you shut up? <laughs> okay, well, you know, we weren't quite there yet. So I wasn't really prepared for this. <laughs> Who thought it was so cool when they showed us how TIE fighters are deployed? I thought that was cool. That animation and the digital rendering of like what that looks and sounds like was incredible. Like I was totally nerding out about that. It looked like, it reminded me of like the claw machine. Like, <laughs> it was so wow. cool. I don't think, I'm sure that's like the new advanced way of how they did it because I just like don't feel like we've ever seen it that way. But I liked it. I thought that was really cool and how they had to like squeeze into the little hole to get um into the ship yeah cool. yeah okay back to ginger and taking off his helmet um gorgeous beautiful so gorgeous sad. people uh, amazing emotional. cried 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 times saw roman 2020 i was bawling i've never cried more i okay that's a lie in endgame i cried the same amount but the the same amount 
like that has never happened I do not cry I never cry so like that just shows how much I love this family duo yeah I teared up a little bit it was like there's a tear didn't fall though and no falling for ain't no man Luke Skywalker Luke Skywalker I think that's a little important to talk about how do we feel about the fact that they brought back the Skywalker instead of bringing us a live action Ezra or possibly Cal Kestis it makes perfect sense some people are unfortunate or think it's unfortunate to connect the Mandalorian in any way to the Skywalker saga but when we were thinking of Jedi who were alive at the time and who could possibly train baby Yoda I mean it was kind of silly to write Luke off when we think of the timeline Uh this is like five six years after Return of the Jedi and of course what he's going to be doing is working on building his school and building his temple and I feel really crushed and sad that right now Din is separated from the child um, and it made it sad because they formed such a deep emotional bond. And the plus we know what happens seasons, to the temple. Yeah. But the whole two seasons, Din's ultimate goal was to connect Grogu to a Jedi. And when I really like think about it and step back, like I think it was a perfect choice. I don't think anyone was trying to like say that it wouldn't make sense or anything like that. I think it was just came from a place of wanting to see a story we haven't already seen an ending to. Like, we know what happens with Luke. We know the end of his story. Um, but, you know, that being said, because like, I was definitely someone who was like, I would love to see something new. Like, I definitely wanted to see something that we didn't know about. But so, like, was that what I wanted? No. But do I love what we got? Yeah, absolutely. I think it was awesome. And I think yeah, it totally makes sense. Obviously, like, Luke was looking for kids to train in his temple. Like, it makes complete and total sense. I think, though, like, people just had to, like, I think people kind of knew and were aware, like, yeah, like, it's probably going to end up being Luke, because that's what makes sense. But I think people just had a desire to see something. something I think it also helps that we learned that Grogu was at the original Jedi temple being trained. And so there's a chance that Grogu could have been familiar with at least the names of Anakin and Obi-Wan. And a lot of people have the theory that when R2 got really excited to see Grogu, that he recognized him from the old Jedi Temple pre-Order 66. And that would be really interesting. So I don't know if there was some like connection between like in the Force, like that went from Anakin to Luke to Grogu like I don't yeah I I totally agree with Kenzie like I was not a big fan of Luke Skywalker coming back because I was kind of sick of it but (laughs) the way they did it was I was shaking I was like so here for it when it was happening because the way they did it was so good like even though we saw the the um x-wing i was like hold up i was like this could still be multiple people and just the suspense of like you're trying to nitpick like okay does he have his hand what type what's his belt does his belt look skywalker's belt chanel fit baby the chanel fit like gave it it away right away the suspense of he's just like completely destroying those dark troopers 
and you're just like, oh my gosh, is it Luke? And then you find out, you see the hand, and you're like, oh my gosh, it's Luke, but he's just taking them down. It was just like the way they did it made me like, okay, I like this. This is like, oh, this is cool. This is Star Wars right here. And yeah, yeah I would have wished it was like Ezra or some other character that we don't know. But I loved how they did it. And it still like gave me like the fan experience of like, this is so cool. Honestly, I was just thankful that it wasn't Sebastian Stan. Uh, (laughs) But for me personally, I knew it was Luke when I saw the green saber and I noticed he had his glove on quite quickly. Uh, And I was like, it's Luke. But I think they really did a great job with it, with the technology we have. The only thing I noticed is when he talked, and you really look at his mouth, Yeah, some of his words were very slightly out of sync with the movement of his mouth. But I think when like Luke was standing still, that it looked pretty okay. I was very convinced. I thought it looked okay. Like I loved, even though the CGI was a little off, I was like, that's Luke. Like I was, I was fully here for it. Like I, I loved like, it. Who did it they was- have under the deep fake? I don't know. Um, it was off, but like, it wasn't like enough to like make me feel wrong like watching it yeah. like it, it was fine I wasn't thrown off at like honestly watching it the first time like you're just so like oh my god that's Luke Skywalker that like personally I didn't really care it wasn't until like the second and third time I was watching it that I was like actually looking at the CGI and not just being like oh my god Luke Skywalker and he's so young and he looks like he did in Return of the Jet like that's all I was thinking the first time I watched it was yeah. like oh my god like some of the people I watched with I watched with my parents and I watched with my partner like some of them thought it was Sebastian at first like my partner was so convinced by the CGI like in the first couple seconds that he goes oh my god it's Sebastian Stan I was like oh, I don't think so but I think there were plenty of people that were really convinced by it yeah. I thought it was good I loved it I was here for it. I was vibing. I was going to like 5 a.m. I was like, man, that was freaking Luke Skywalker. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I was up until like five o'clock that night because that episode, like after I was just like so much like, and again, was like Luke the person I wanted to see? I mean, no, literally we had this conversation two weeks ago about all the people we thought who could it who it could be and um we definitely like mentioned Ezra and Cal and stuff but I think Luke makes completely complete sense in this timeline and I was really glad to see him and R2 like oh my god getting to see R2 I was like (laughs) I love him if we think about it like yeah the Skywalker saga is so huge but when we actually like look at the Star Wars cinematic universe and TV universe, we have like four movies with Luke Skywalker, right? It's just the original trilogy and The Last Jedi. And then but I but but the thing is like we do we know what happens. We know what happens. Like yeah. we, see, we see his young story and then we see we know we're filled in by some backstory from the sequels of he has the temple, the temple burns down. And then we see what happens in The Last Jedi. And I think, like, there's just, like, so much built up. Like, all of these people who work at Lucasfilm and all this stuff. It's, like, all these people saying, we have so much. Star Wars is a big universe. There's endless possibilities. And then it's, like, we get a new story. And then it's, like, still tied back into the original. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. Like, obviously, like, Star Wars started from one movie that George Lucas made and thought that he was only going to make one and it wasn't going to go anywhere of this little farm boy like (laughs) I mean that's why the original 
the original trilogy has some um continuity errors with <laughs> Leia and Luke and because he was like making them one movie at a time he didn't see that this was going to turn into a nine movie saga or anything mm-hmm. and um so I don't have any like problem with that of course Luke Skywalker is like the heart and what started Star Wars but they have like made it a point now that like Star Wars extends beyond him and like I mean we've talked about it a bunch we were hype for the Mandalorian because it was away from other Star Wars I have can I share one more thought on that mm-hmm. just from a different perspective I wonder if it actually would have taken away from a new character or not done a new character justice if they just made that small cameo in the Mandalorian like I'm happy that Ahsoka is getting her own series because if she was just like teased in the Mandalorian and then we didn't get to see anything else from her narrative and what she was up to, like, I would have been, like, let down. And, like, if we had just seen Ezra and the Mandalorian and then, like, there wasn't, I do think there's going to be some sort of Rebel sequel where we're going to see him again. I think, I think Ezra's coming in the Ahsoka yeah. series. But, like, but... if it were to be Cal or Ezra or Soka to show up, I'm glad that these people have like their own content and like their own shows coming or possibly coming that they get to be explored more individually. I don't know if some people feel like a new person showing up would have just been a tease or something. We're going to get an Ahsoka and Lando crossover with those two shows. They are alive in the same timeline. And the Lando, but the Lando series, is that before the... We don't know the original original trilogy. She they still would have been alive at the same time. I'm I'm just thinking about Thrawn. Can I cut in? Okay, this is I'm cutting in. Um, too bad. Um, so Luke Skywalker. This is why I I'm glad you brought this up because I liked how they did Luke Skywalker because it makes me think we're never gonna see him again. I feel like we're gonna see Grogu again. Oh. I feel hold on. I feel like we're gonna see Grogu again, but there's gonna be a big break. There's gonna be a, quite a few episodes between. And that's why I'm like, I think there was just like Luke Skywalker. We know that he's being trained by him, but that's probably gonna be it for it. And so it was kind of like you get this moment, but it's gonna be done. That's why I felt like okay with it because that's how it felt. Can we talk about the Din helmetless scene? No, we may not. Okay, Dodge. Let's hear it, Dodge. Okay, so I'm pretty sure Filoni and Favreau were watching the podcast because I said, I said that I wanted it to be focused on Din Djarin, but I didn't mean for them to take away the child. So I think there was just like a miscommunication going on. I'm sorry, guys. This is all my fault. Mm-hmm. I know they went back and they changed everything for me. I'm so sorry. Um, but this is not what it meant. The acting in that scene, was anyone else like, did anyone, am I just the only one that's like emotional over that scene or? I highly doubt that you're the only one. <laughs> no, I was only you. very cried. emotional. My parents <laughs> cried and everybody cried. Like, you know, it was, I was emotional. I, I don't know how my dad felt. <laughs> I could ask him. Uh, but yeah, I just, I, it kind of hurt, you know, when, uh, Luke said he he's asking for permission because I, I think Tin wanted him to stay. He wanted little great green gremlin to uh, resist, but I think he knew it was time for them to part. And I think that is illegal. And I demand a reshoot of them 
staying together forever and ever yeah but then how would baby yoda ever become Sith a, a, yoda i don't know no ever become a knight of ren, knight of ren. <laughs> well yeah. he was a knight of ren we saw yeah. it in the rise of skywalker we the saw helmet, the slip the helmet the helmet concealed the ears was anyone <laughs> thinking that the child touching din's face was probably the first time his face has been held <laughs> yes that is why I am crying. We did think about acting. it and it ruined us. <laughs> exactly. Like, it was just like how Din just reacted and the pause of him, like right before he took off the helmet and the music change. And then he goes and the child goes and reaches to his face and he like closes his eyes as he like, t- oh. I love Pedro Pascal. That man is so good. It was just it's- so you can see the tears in his I know. eyes. I was emotional. He didn't want to say goodbye. Yeah. Also, he threw me a little off guard when he took off the helmet because he gave himself a little hel- uh, a little haircut. Uh, yeah, when did they have time to shave yeah. get a haircut you between said, the last episode? My son. I want to look good for my son for the first time. That's why I'm saying, like, when he was in the ship and he was like, I go alone he knew that he was taking off the helmet so he like <laughs> did a little haircut he wanted to look nice for his so little son know. it's fine guys go ahead go ahead <laughs> he was like okay well if boba gets to repaint his armor i can give myself a haircut exactly it's only fair speaking of boba we haven't said a lot about mr fett in this episode and i have a very important point to bring up slash question to ask luke yeah. skywalker attempted to kill and almost killed Boba Fett to save Mr. Han Solo and the princess. So I just see Din coming back to the slave one, reuniting with Boba Fett and being like, the child is gone. And Boba will be like, what, what do you mean? And Din will be like, he went with a Jedi that carried a green laser sword. And Boba's gonna be like, <laughs> hello? Um, let's Get your child back that. now. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. So Boba is going to know Luke. He's gonna be so, possibly, be so anti-Luke because this dude literally tried to kill him and is literally the reason that he and his father's armor almost got destroyed. But then on the other hand, on Din's team, we have Cara Dune, who lived on Alderaan, and she might know the legend of Luke Skywalker, who blew up the Death Star, the battle station that blew up her planet. So, sorry, this is a really big thought here, but I'm wondering, like, is Cara going to be like, this Luke Skywalker guy is awesome, you can trust him, and then Boba's going to be like, he shouldn't have gone with him. And then Din's going to be like, what do I do? Like, I have a question. Yeah, go. Did Luke even say his name? No. No. Yeah. Okay. He's like, um, stop. <laughs> and second of all, I don't think Boba cares. I Because I, I think from that end credit scene, Boba probably, they get back on the ship and Boba's like, okay, Fennec, let's go. Bye. I got, I got plans. <laughs> we going got back to Tatooine. To like, we got, we got some other things to handle. I got your kid back. You're welcome. Bye. <laughs> like, you like Izzy? Is this is Izzy's man? Izzy, what's your opinion on the Boba's <laughs> First of all, as soon as I saw it, I was like, "Oh, my man's coming back, and he means business." So then, all comes in the whole, pew, 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 pew. and he when he sits on that throne, I okay. My theory, my theory is he's going to start his own kind of 
guild or he's gonna start a foundling covert what about a little mix of both that's amazing i have Uh, just been too busy having a panic attack over (laughs) um season three because season Uh three and book of boba fett have the same release day or like they okay 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 in december so i'm like no having an anxiety attack about what that means Okay, one of the writers or someone involved with it released an article today, actually, that said that they're separate. They're separate series because I was worried about that because I was like, okay, technically the Mandalorian could be done. Like, I mean, obviously we have the Darksaber issue going on, but it could be done and they could like switch it to Boba Fett. But because they said that, I'm like, okay, we're good. They're going to be just going on at the same time. I think Brandon did post something on Instagram I may be wrong that yeah. it that it was still gonna go on and that well, there was no need to worry what he said was that Pedro would come back he didn't say oh he didn't oh, say well then I don't care Pedro's coming back whatever he said Pedro will be back he didn't say Pedro is gonna be back he said for season he said he said he'd be in season three so, because oh, someone asked someone I I know way too much about all is everyone Dinjar related Brendan Wayne yeah. yeah he someone asked because he there's a lot of drama on Pedro. We can go into that on a different episode. Not yeah, anything we'll next episode. Not anything Pedro related, just rumors that yeah, yeah. jerks make. Brendan posted something and was like, Pedro's coming back. I was so excited to have it back. Someone commented and was like, Is Pedro gonna be coming back in the episode? And or in the season three. And Brendan was like, Of course he's coming back in season three. It's his show. So that's why I think it's yeah. two, it's two separate things. Um, let's talk about the end credit scene. Um, the most important thing, how hot it was, honestly. Um, just it was a power move, honestly. Uh I loved it. Uh him and Finnick, they're gonna they're gonna rule Tatooine like the bad bees they are, and I'm I'm so proud. Yeah, uh, Boba and Fennec are, uh, that's going to be really interesting to explore. I'm glad that like she's sticking with him because that means she's going to be in a series. So we're going to get to see more of her because she's she's so awesome. Yeah. And in the Bad Batch. Mm -hmm. Yes. I'm so excited for Bad Batch too. What if she dies? Don't say that. Why? Why? No. John Favreau. um, He's he's uh, Dave Filoni, if you watch this, I never said anything. She's simply and watching. I'm telling you, we've been over this. <laughs> I know. She is simply too powerful to die. Oh yeah, you cannot kill Ming. Ming Na Wen. Yeah, you can't kill her. Mulan. You can't kill. Yeah, her. she's Mulan. You can't kill that lady. May in Agents Wait, of Shield. She okay. She died in Agents of Shield. I- and her back to life. Okay, spoilers. First of all, haven't ever seen that in my entire life. Second of all, wasn't gonna watch it anyways, but now I'm kind of mad you spoiled it. Uh, <laughs> uh, she dies. Okay, can we stop talking about Marvel? <laughs> I'm gonna be the Michael of this podcast and say, can we not talk about Marvel? <laughs> and I'll be the Greg. I never get my voice heard. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Rose has to be able to say it since her and Michael have the same energy. Yeah. No more Marvel. Stop talking about Marvel. No one cares. This is a Lady Lorian podcast. Lorian. So, b- what? <laughs> anyway, Lorian. Does anyway. this mean we can talk about the DeLorean from Back to the Future? No. I am also the wrong franchise. <laughs> For the last time, Star Wars only, unless I say so. Okay. Okay, that oh. makes sense. 
So when Harry Potter comes into the picture, then I don't even like Harry Potter. Rose, that is a lie. That's a bullshit lie. Anyways, (laughs) anyways, any more thoughts about the book of Boba Fett? I'm excited. Excited. I'm I'm so excited. It's not season three of Mando. That's all I'm excited for. That was my first fear. I love the music that Ludwig has composed to be like Boba Fett's recurring like theme and motif. I'm excited because I think he's going to do the music for Book of Boba Fett when they put the same Boba Fett theme with that clip at the end like and I'm psyched for that. It means we're going to have two shows next year coming out at the same time. We're literally going to have nothing for a year and then it's gonna uh-huh. be like well, when does bad batch come out i thought it was Ooh. in like october so i mean we'll have something we'll comes have, out in october we'll have something and then anyways spice. we just this, a spice. i feel like there's a lot to be explored next year and i am excited to see where this goes with the dark saber and the drama that is creating <laughs> also moff gideon is confirmed to be in season three so oh uh, lord He's going to be up to it. some sneaky shenanigans, I'm sure. Shenanigans. I can't wait for Din to rule Mandalore. It's going to be so awesome. We'll have plenty of time to go over what our theories are for the Mandalorian in upcoming episodes because we ain't leaving. You're going to get podcasts every single week. Oh, baby. <laughs> we are not going anywhere. If you guys have anything you want to hear us talk about in future episodes, please leave a comment or DM us on Twitter or Instagram or tweet us or whatever. I always look, I always check um and we will be right on responding to you guys with that stuff because we have about a year till the next. <laughs> And we have a lot to talk about. We're going to need a lot of things to talk about. So yeah. we're totally open to hearing what you guys want to hear about. If you ever want to hear our personal opinions about the finale, I'm sure we'll be posting about it for the next like month because we're still all recovering about it. So make sure you follow our Twitters or our Instagrams and um, yeah, and stalk us because I mean, don't stalk us. Support. Stalk me. <laughs> but don't like literally stalk me. Don't stalk us. <laughs> don't like stalk us, but feel free to like follow our internet. Be active. Us. You know, vibe. We love yeah. if especially our Twitters. If you wanna if you wanna see us pop in, go to our Twitters because that is our specialty. We have fun there. We love we to talk fun. to everyone on there. We're always there. You'll hear me You'll say us. some interesting things. We interact with Michael a lot on Twitter. It's yeah. the family reunion yeah. on Twitter every night. So um anyways thank you guys so much for watching our finale review episode i hope you guys didn't cry as much as i did during it um (laughs) but thank you so much for watching and listening to our reviews about um mr din jaren for the temporary time being of course we're going to talk about him more in the future but if you guys enjoyed what you listened to please make sure to subscribe to our youtube channel our spotify our apple podcast account leave a comment on you know just you know great things that you loved in the season we want to see what your guys's reactions were for this season for the finale what was your opinions on the luke skywalker tea um, leave a review on Apple Podcasts, five stars preferably, only five stars preferably, please. And leave like a Nothing little paragraph else. if you want, because we love paragraphs. It makes our day. We read um, them. We, we read, read them all. all. Of them and we'll often post about it on Twitter and say that you made us cry happy tears. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So make love, us cry love. happy tears. 
Um, yeah. Because if you don't, then that's like on you. So if you want to make us cry, just leave a review. Leave a good positive review. We love to see it. And we will see you guys next week. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. May the force be with you. This, this is the way. The way.